Hey, welcome to the Happy Rant Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Boys, we have not uh, we have not done radio in this fashion for a while. Uh, we did a lot of radio in the same room together in Hearst, Texas. Um, now we're back. We're back to our day-to-day lives, uh, which means Pipe and I are back at home and Ronald is traveling somewhere. Uh we have some things to get into, boys. We've got some. Uh... I, is Ronnie? Ronnie, are you at a Hyatt place? No, I'm not. I didn't get that kind of luxury on this uh, particular uh, Indianapolis tri- trip. It was. Uh, it's a. It's a beautiful Holiday Inn Express, though, boys. So I'm not. Wow. I'm not suffering because you know they've kind of, like, like Big T. They've you know Hyatt Place was so innovative. I feel like everybody's kind of like trying to like. Walk Latch on to down, them. yeah, yeah, like, totally. like walking their path, yeah. So like they're all, they all kind of have this mid-century, mm-hmm. you know, sort of like we've just you know redesigned our our interior mm-hmm. sort of vibe to it. So it's it's yeah, almost it, like every, walking into a Hyatt P now everywhere I go. Every time I hear mid-century, I just think uncomfortable chairs with yeah. spindly legs. Yeah, yeah you're not wrong. Right there. Yeah, 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 exactly. You're it's right. Okay, I feel clean sure. and looks nice. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Now, baby, this is your... It just made everything skinnier, not more comfortable. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is your uncool trip, right? Like, you, you've got your, like, cool friends in, in ministry who, like, <laughs> feed you steak and, and, you know, bourbon that tastes like chewed up glass, and they put you up in, a like, the, the penthouse suite of a, you know, a, a skyscraper or whatever, and then you have the, the kind of, like, khaki-wearing Midwestern guys who are uncool. This is, this is your uncool trip. I yeah, right? I mean, I, for uh, posterity, I won't phrase it like that. I'll let you phrase it like that. Sure, but yes, sure. This this would be the khaki. Yeah, this would be the khaki crowd. I'm kicking it old school with. Now, does yeah. it does it give you does it bring you any joy that you are the coolest person in the room, or would you rather be with cool people? Like, suss that out in terms of the, like, if you had to weigh it on a scale, what what would be the better experience? You know, maybe I mean? you know what's weird about that is yeah. I don't. So as I'm as I've gotten older, obviously I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. I've gotten to know some of these guys now for the better part of a decade. Yeah. So, you know, baby, I don't see khaki when I walk in the room. Mm. <laughs> I didn't see khaki when I walked in that room, did I? You know what I saw? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I don't know. I just love these dudes. And it's like that aspect of who we are and what we do doesn't really doesn't really come into it. So I'm, I'm totally comfortable in it. And they kind of, you know, I got all the – I've known these dudes long enough to where I get all the jokes about the fact that – I still dress like I'm 15 and, and you know, yeah. they don't. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's all, you know, all's fair in love, war and uh, denominations. You Do you know? think that'll ever change? Well, to, to be fair, you've been dressing like you were 15 since you were 15. They've been dressing like they were 50 since they were 15. I mean, so that's probably correct. At some point it averages out, right? I mean, I think it does. I mean, I think you just described it beautifully. You yeah. Know? It's like, yeah, for sure. So I'm, so I'm looking at these dudes in their khakis and I'm like, you, you literally, you put that on first day of school, like six years old. Yeah. And I'm looking at my outfit going, and he, here I am. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's an even, it's an even Steven, right? It's, let me ask no you trick, this. You know? As you, um, cause you're, you're growing up in a lot of ways. Like all you're, grown's up, baby. You're all you're grown's up, and you're grown's up, and you're grown's up. But you you know what I mean. Like you're getting your doctorate. You're kind of like, you know, doubling down on the on the ministry guy thing. Do you ever do you think that like for career advancement reasons you might start dressing like a grown up at some point? 
I mean, baby, that's, I mean, I'm, I mean, I know you're being a little coy, but I mean, that's a, that's a legit question. It is a you know legit question. Yeah. That's yeah. why I asked it. Yeah. It's like here's the thing. thing. So here's yeah. what's changed in this world, right? Because, because of the casualization of society. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the guys that wear khakis aren't just wearing khakis anymore. They're wearing like skinny khakis. Sure. So there's even like this sort of hipster element to the dudes that are kind of wearing those, like they would, they would never put on a pair of jeans to be at one of these things, but their khakis and their shirt and their jacket and these kind of shoes they're wearing mm-hmm. are are pretty close now. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's so like everybody's the game's kinda, changed. Yeah, every I know the game's changed. It's well said. Everybody's kind of creeping toward the middle, is what I'm hearing. That's exactly what it is. Except yeah. for the older dudes that are like, I mean, they just are classic, like Pipes Dad's age, you know, yeah. kind of era where they got the ja- they got the jacket they've been wearing for four decades, and you know they got the you know the regular baggy. Yeah, you know uh, the regular baggy khakis that look like they've needed to be ironed since 1987. You know, kind of thing. You know what I so think, though. I have. Go ahead, Pike. I have yeah. three photos of my dad uh, at various points in my home and office. Um, one from his first few years in ministry at Bethlehem Baptist in the early 80s. One from about the year 2000, where he's. Uh, it's a photo he took with Ray Ortland at a conference when Ray was pastoring in Georgia, and then one from the last couple of years when he was in town. I think he's wearing the same jacket in all three. That's so epic. And yeah, just there's so to, just kind of backing up your point about the the guys who are like 70 plus are like I'm going to wear the same tweed jacket every day and it could be 40 degrees outside or 94 degrees outside or I could be with hipsters or I could be with what this is it. This but is there's my something, uniform. There's something so respectable about that to me. And I'm not just yes. being, I'm not trying no, to be funny right now. Like, I, like if you look at a picture of Joey Ramone from the early seventies and then look at a picture of him the day before he passed, dude, he's wearing the same clothes, right? I so know, dude. That's I just, so I just think like, it's like, man, I, so your, your dad just has a different, he has a different set of threads. I mean, that's uh, all it is uh-huh. at the end of the day, but he's, but what he's done is he's found that one thing that he feels good, he feels comfortable in, that gives him confidence, that describes who he is, and he sticks with it like glue. I think, we're- and he hates nothing more than people commenting on his clothes, which is really fun for me because yeah, I, I like to compliment his jacket as if it's new and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's super funny, pipe. Um, I think we're gonna feel really lost without that generation. You know what I mean? Because they were the last ones that like really embraced being a grown-up. Like, I, I think when that generation is gone, yeah, there's just not going to be an adult in the room, even though there will be people who are like 50 and 60. Uh, I don't know. I think we're, we're going to feel a void, not to get all existential and sad about that generation going what away. What do you think the void... So describe the void in, like, practice. Like, what's that going to yeah. feel like when you walk in a room, those guys have passed, and now we have a bunch of, like disgruntled like gen xers that are well not probably still in charge because somehow the boomers are still going to like run the show from heaven or hell yeah i don't know man i i I think you know i I think that was the last generation that really embraced adulthood as a valuable thing whereas our generation and below like youth culture has driven you know so much of marketing and just our headspace and how we view ourselves how we view others like um yeah, I, I I don't know that like anyone's going to be capable. Well, it's I think I think part of it is so we have forty year olds now who refer to doing normal adult things as adulting, as yeah. if they're pretending to be a grown up. It's like, dude, you're 40. forty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're middle that's just That's just your life now, right? And whereas the generation before us, at like twenty four, 
just did the adult things. You that know, was called they, be, that they, was called uh, life for them. Yeah, they yeah, exactly. they graduated from college or high school and like went into the trades or came back from Vietnam or whatever, and we're like, okay, now we now we live an adult life. Mm-hmm. And I think what we lose is when that's your baseline, just living an adult life. Mm-hmm. You handle the crises and you handle the so think like a church business meeting or whatever where you're trying to make budget decisions. That's not a crisis. That's just decision making. Right. There's just sort of a level headed, like, okay, yeah. well, let's think through this as opposed to anxiety ridden, you know, moralizing about whatever because, because we're not used to making any decisions with gravity. Yeah. It'll be, it'll Old be sad pipe. Yeah, exactly. It'll be fascinating to see how it plays out. Um, but, pipe, we have an Ohio episode to record. Um, that was a little eight and a half minutes of existential stuff but uh we need to sell some products so pipe tell us about visual theology yes our sponsor visual theology listeners go to visualtheology.church slash happy that is our unique landing page where you can find out about discounts they have for you but let me tell you a little bit about visual theology it is a online and uh and print resource company. So they do posters and books and curriculum. So really good for youth groups, college groups, Bible studies, uh, Christian school programs. They do shirts and various apparel. But what I want to highlight today specifically is their membership aspect. So if you go explore their site and you think this could be great for our church, for our organization, for whatever ministry, even just for your family, you know, if you want to do something that's helpful in discipling your kids or your teens, their memberships are uh, low cost, and they offer ongoing discounts as well as free products. So it's a great way to kind of get ongoing deals if you see this as something you want to get in on for uh, more than just a single purchase. Now, if you just want to do a single purchase, if you use the code Happy Rant at discount, you get a 20% uh, discount off of or use the code Happy Rant at checkout, you get 20% discount off of any purchase, including your first month of membership. So whether you just want to buy one of the books or one of the shirts or posters, Use that code Happy Rant. But what I would encourage you to do first is just go to visualtheology.church, um, explore the website, see the books, see the graphics, see the cool designs. We love the work that Josh Byers does. Um, it's not hokey. It's none of that like Lord's Gym t-shirt junk that, uh, although I guess that might be sort of ironically cool now. Um, it is, it's the kind of thing you can feel proud to wear in public. And uh the books are really, really helpful for giving clarity to scripture, helping put things into visuals that on page are just numbers or are just lists of names or uh, hard to see how scripture all fits together, that kind of thing. So again, go to visualtheology.church slash happy, explore it, check out the membership specifically, and use the code HAPPYRANT at checkout to get that 20% discount. Pipe, that's excellent. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah, that was that was so pro. I'm on visual Sometimes having a couple right weeks off up. just, yeah. Yeah, pipe. having a couple weeks off really, really breathes some life into me. So I feel, I feel good now. It does. Like it's like you got fresh legs. You know what I mean? Like you got a couple weeks. You you got a couple of nights off in the NBA, and now now the the spring is back. And uh, yeah, you're just going yeah. for it. I I appreciate the podcast load management we've been doing. <laughs> exactly, I feel like it's I can, been beautiful. Yeah. Can I light up? Can I the, uh, light up can the Clippers I on that? a Thursday night? Yeah, yeah. We yeah, don't. Can, uh, I absolutely, can I second third and nineteenth that? Absolutely. Yeah, it's been nice, baby. I know this. Uh, it's hard, hard to find the hour, you know. Um, and, and baby, I want to give you a compliment, too. I think the way you handled that, like, this is your uncool friend group question was really top notch. 
Mm. Um, you did a nice job, like on your feet with that one. I feel like you guys mm. are, yeah, you're you're both like doing, all cylinders today. Yeah, all cylinders today for you two. I'm not sure about me yet, but maybe you're on it. You're you're doing it. You're I'm hosting trying. the way you're hosting the way you need to host right now. Well, yeah. I appreciate it, baby. That's uh, that's that's good words of aff for me. But uh, boys, we have Ohio things to talk about. I mean, what a lovely state with just a top-notch highway system, really easy to get around in. Um, Ohio, really charming. Um, but we have two Ohio things, Piper, to talk about, one of which is uh, because it's the middle of September, of course, um, we need to do some content on Ron's Christmas photo shoot, which apparently already happened. Um, it's It's on everybody's lips, everywhere I go. Uh, everyone wants to talk about Ron's Christmas photo shoot. So, uh, Piper, how do you want to work our way through this. Do you have specific questions or do we just kind of get into it and then see what arises? I I, I want to know so I would really like to hear from Ronnie what what kind of what's the what vibe they were going for this year, what message they're trying to communicate, what was the inspiration, describe the setting a little bit. So just kind of paint the picture for us cuz mm. I've seen some of the the sneak peek preview ones that were shared online and I have some reactions but i really want to hear from the uh i really want to hear from the source on this yeah good boys it was completely accidental all right let me just start there um, <laughs> right was, uh, i'm gonna call bs on that right now yeah it was completely there's, accidental. there's no way that it was completely accidental when you hear the story pipe you'll understand so what happens is we have this amazing photographer named adrian oh adrian we used her last year right Adrian is from last year. We've, yeah. we've used Adrian in the past. Wonderful. So Adrian is like, she's kind of a next lev like photographer, right? And it's not like you just call Adrian and go, what's up, A? Like, can we do a photo tomorrow? Like, you got to, yo, gotta Adrian. Book, yeah, you got to, yeah, yo, Atrium. You got to, like, you got to book these things like 27 years in advance, right? Yeah, so it's, it's sounding really accidental so far. No, so here's what happened. So Adrian, like, being like the, the, the social media person that she is, she did this crazy thing on Insta where she said, hey, she said, I found this field and I like the lighting right now because of the season. And she said, I'm going to do, wait for it, boys. I'm going to do three 20-minute sessions, first come, first serve. Let me qualify that these are in no way just free sessions. No, no. They're, they're literally 17 times as much as you would pay for any other photo in any at any other time in your life, right? Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I don't know what it was, but Big M, like she saw the Insta post and she immediately texted and she said, Do you want to just do this now? We'll get our Christmas photos done. And I'm you know, and I start complaining and you know, kind of rolling my eyes and you know, breathing out really loudly and you know, doing I mean, that thing. thou dust protest too much. Yeah, yeah we, we know how you hate photo shoots. Both well, I mean, to be yeah. honest, boys, I like the product. I don't like doing them, and that's a fact. So mm. um, so I just said, sure. And literally four minutes later, she's like, okay, great. Monday, we got to be there at five o'clock. We have from five till 520. And I went, wow. okay. So that's how, that's how it all came together, right? And yeah. uh, so that, I mean, that's, that's legit right there, man. We, so we got this exclusive last minute, happy accidental mm-hmm. photo shoot with the amazing, and she is amazing, yeah. uh, Adrian, awesome. in the field. Um, Piper, I have a question about the economics of this and also a question about the psychology of it, which, yeah. like, what, what do you want to lean into first, Pipe? Um, I'll, I, I teed up the first question. You, you pick whatever direction you want to go. Yeah. So economically, 
is there a like a tipping point where you go yes like atrium is the like she's the elitist of the elite hipster photographers in the era in the area but maybe we like maybe we dial it back a little bit cost wise and we get like a slightly less good hipster for our like non-revenue generating christmas card um does does that even get discussed or is it just like for sure we're going with with atrium Maybe you talk, was that at me or pipe? No, that was at you. You're you're the one who who just got your picture taken. So. Right, tell me the last part of the question again. Yeah. So is it, is it always a given that you're paying like top dollar for this this lady, or is it ever part of the discussion that you would go with a cheaper hipster and get like a slightly less magnificent photograph for your non revenue generating Christmas card? Yeah, I mean that's a, that last part is a fact. Maybe. Yeah, a non revenue generating Christmas. Card. Unless you're selling these, I mean, maybe you're. We're maybe not you're selling, selling them. I'd like to sell them. I, don't know. I yeah, think I know. they're sellable, but we're not. We're not quite there. No, so I don't know because really, Big M handles this part of the uh, this part of the marriage. You know, in terms of our our Christmas photo shoots. So yeah. I don't, man. I don't even know what to compare the cat. I don't. Maybe it's not a lot. I mean, I don't even know what to compare it to. I mean, do you ever have a moment, though, where you just, like, maybe you get back from it, and maybe it's a couple days later, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe we just dropped two grand on, like, sashaying out into a field to get our picture I mean, it's not two grand, but no, I've never thought that, because, like, the photos are so epic. Mm. And here's the thing. If I do photos, I do like them to be, like, kind of... Well, I mean, Pipe Pipe and I have seen them, you know? Yeah, I mean, if we're going to do photos, let's just, let's do Mm -hmm. it. Let's let them be good. You know, mm. I don't want to do, I don't want to live, I don't want to live the Olin Mills life, you know, for the rest of my life. You know, it's like, let's do it. Well, nobody said those aren't the only two options, but uh, Piper, you, you have something dialed up. Yeah, I have. So I, I'm noticing a trend. So Ronnie, I think two years ago, if I recall correctly, and I can't forget it because it was the Christmas poster <laughs> year, uh-huh. uh, we, we did a, for we did a, yeah, it was, it, it was a great, like, fat head size thing on the front of my fridge for a month. I think that um, was last year, Pipe, but yeah. The one where I'm, like, swooping down on Big M and the whole deal. Uh, well, maybe you did poster two. No, it's, it was, you were wearing a red buffalo check shirt in this one, then last uh, year was, was the other yeah, field. Yeah. It was I a love, different field, I, I, I love how you know the years. That's so yeah, well, yeah. it's, look, you, you leave an impression. But here's, here's my it's observation. Kind of like trading cards, you know. <laughs> I remember you telling the story of that, that poster size one, and again, it was an accidental photo shoot, because you're like, oh, we were at, like, this apple picking fest, because, because fall, uh, very, very fall festival and there was a photo booth and oh why not and you were both like perfectly quaffed and photo ready i just like is there any part of you that when you wake up in the morning you think you know today might be the day for a photo shoot better there might be a camera somewhere you know i realize your hair is always done like that's not that's not a question uh but like is there ever a day where you're like today's a sweatpants day or is it like not today today could be an accidental photo shoot day i need to be prepared and ready Pipe. I mean, I mean, there's like, so we take days off, we take our days off on Friday and it's like, dude, most of the time that is a sweat, like a sweatpants mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. But if it's a, if, if we declared a, if we walk out the door and it's sweatpants day, it cannot be photo shoot day. Mm-hmm. So that's just, that's just how it, that's how it works. I think right? Spurgeon so wrote it's, something it's, about that. Yeah, I did. Spurgeon it's sort of a potential that. sacrifice where you're like, you know, today we're going to give up the opportunity of a photo shoot by by being comfortable. Every once in a while, Big M will throw one of these things out. She'll say like this. So I'm walking out the door. I'm wearing my shorts and my T-shirt. And I got my cap on, whatever. And she'll go, you know, 
I was thinking we are going to be picking apples. Do you want to bring maybe some better clothes in case we want to get someone to take a picture and then the picture ends up being way better than we thought mm. and it would be something we'd want to post? And I look at her and I typically get, and we're going to talk about this in a minute, okay. all right? Let me, let me just give a preview for our listeners. Sure. We're going to talk about things that can potentially make us irrationally angry Yeah. and they're small things. And that's mm. one of those things where I go, babe, I don't, like, I just, I... I, you know, and I'm stumbling over my words and then I end up grabbing like all my good clothes and we walk out the door. You know what I mean? So that's how that works sometimes. Pipe. Just so you're going to the cider mill with like wardrobe changes in the back of the car. Well, so I have a habit. Now, I'm glad you brought that up, baby. So yeah. even so sometimes I'll do that out of anger because it's like, well, I don't want to do a photo shoot. But here's <laughs> the thing about me anyway. I always bring up to an additional two changes of clothing no matter where I go. Hmm. Didn't didn't Paul write like never bring your wardrobe changes in anger? Yeah, Galatians five thirteen. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, just I just a- picture Ronnie with like an adult diaper bag. Like that's what you do for small children. <laughs> Dude, even, bring- so even so, boys, check this out. You big and so drives her up the wall. So we walk. We're walking out the door, and I literally, I'm literally carrying like two pairs of pants, four pairs of shoes, and three jackets. Uh-huh. But it's not because of photo shoot stuff. It's because I'm so afraid I'm either going to be uncomfortable, uncomfortable, or cold. Uh-huh. So or something. So I'm like, dude, I just don't want to be miserable with what I'm wearing all day. I gotta, I gotta have backups. I just call them backups. She goes, Oh my gosh, you have so many backups today. Like, wh- I mean, dude, I mean, why we should just build something in the back of the car so you so, can hang all this. Yeah, stuff you guys up. have like that'll be that'll be beautiful. You guys have a homeschool van, but not for kids. It's just <laughs> for all your wardrobe changes. It's like a like a closet on wheels. So, do you have like one of those pop up changing booths that you like? You know, you unzip and like <laughs> snap the thing out, and then you can go inside and do a, like a quick wardrobe Pipe, change. I any would, any parking lot anywhere. I would love that so much because most of the time I'm in some weird Starbucks bathroom. Yeah, like, I was gonna to say change. like changing in a regular like general public bathroom feels a little proletarian for you. I can't. And always, I, can't I don't know what that word means. Doing that, but it. Just I don't know common, what that word means, but, you know, but yeah, well, yeah. now I know what it means. But yeah, I, it always feels weird walking into the Bucks carrying like three pairs of shoes and like four jackets. Yeah, yeah. That's I feel totally. like they're looking at me like, what's about to happen right now? Right, right. And they get a lot of Ponzi hipsters through there, but still, like that's, I mean, that's a, another level yet. Um, so psychologically, how how important is it to like act like you don't like the photo shoot or don't want to do it? Is that, is that always in play or is, has there ever been a photo shoot where you're like, you're clicking your heels together, man. You're stoked. Um, like, let's go do this. Let's, let's get into it. All right, boys. Um, I need you to hear, I need you to hear me on this for a minute. Yeah. So I, I like a good, fo- I love the end product of a good photo shoot. Any mm-hmm. photo shoot that I'm going into, it creates an incredible amount of anxiety. I do not like mm-hmm. taking photos really? because I'm always a, f- well, because it's like you get the photo and you're like, dude, I, I really do need to lose like 36 pounds. You know, it's well, like yeah. one of the it's one of those things every time for me where I'm depressed for like four days after the shoot. I just mm-hmm. I don't feel like putting myself through that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so it's, it's a vicious just, cycle, isn't it? It is. I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, so I like a good photo, mm-hmm. especially if it creates the illusion of what I look like, even though I don't exactly look like that. Yeah. I mean, that's that which is what a photo is. You know, it's just an illusion of this one angle that makes you look twice as skinny and three times as good looking as you actually are. And so that's why you take 400 photos, because in 400 photos, there's going to be at least three that capture that. Hmm. It's a vicious cycle, baby. Yeah, it is a vicious cycle. It's uh, you've given us a lot to think about. Pipe, do you have any any other questions on the on the Christmas thing? 
Well, yeah, just one. Okay. Just one more question. And I have one more thing um, to add to it, too, boys, that you, that you didn't. Yes. Know, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the the question is, uh, your photographer said she found this field that she really likes. Uh, the lighting is great. Would you just give us in in your most you know Wendell Berry descriptive prose a, a a flyover of that of that scene? So it's there's this park that we had to meet her at, and it's one of these old parks that has the barn in the background. Oh, we and call those wedding venues in Nashville. They're wet, well, they're wedding venues in Ohio now, too. So you walk down this path, it, you turn to the left, you walk down a gravel path, and it's just all of these, I don't know what kind of plants or flowers they are, but all these golden, you know, like, like flowers and sunflowers. And you, I mean, you saw, you saw a little bit of the photos. And so she says, <laughs> she says, all right, I just, here's a great spot. Just walk out into the middle of those. So it's kind of funny because you're walking out in the middle of these things. And they're like going up your pant leg and they're all scratchy and they're like, and there's, you know, you got blood, you know, running down your like ankle. And she's like, great, stop, turn right there. I want you to Mm -hmm. hold hands. I want you to walk. I want you to like, you know, I want you to look each other in the eye. I want you to, I want you to like lean over and like kiss her on the forehead. I want you to, Mm -hmm. so, I mean, you're just like, you're just literally, I mean, basically, I mean, uh, you know, you're just doing what she tells you to do. You don't have a life. You're a Gen X guy that's been being told what to do your whole life by boomers. And yeah. then you get a millennial photo shoot person that just keeps doing the same thing because that's what it's like to be a Gen Xer. That's right? true. It's, you get you got people telling you what to do. It all doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, we are that generation. We just go, right, well, I don't, I don't control anything. So, yeah, just tell me what I need to do, right? Yeah. It's even kind of like on this podcast, baby. I mean, Pipe kind of runs this thing. He tells us what to do. I like Because we're though. Gen Xers, and we do it. We just That's say, sure, right. Pipe, what do you need? That's right. That's yeah. right. Okay, I have a follow-up question to that. Um, since you're Gen Xers, and apparently I run the show, uh, how much do you quietly resent me in your heart like you do every other authority in your life? I mean, um, massively. <laughs> okay. Just, I just wanted to get it up there on the table. I just want to know where I stand. I mean, I'm, I'm not overly right concerned because you'll just keep it to yourself. But I mean, this is hard for me and T right now. You should know that. But. I don't resent you at all. Like, I'm, I'm thrilled that like you're doing the work that I'm incapable of doing slash don't want to do. No, um, I, love I love T. Just can't be ironic for one minute. Yeah, I can't, dude. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm playing this one earnest. You know, playing it, playing it straight. Great work uh, on you. Yeah. Well, I I appreciate both uh, both expressions of hope, hopefully, lack of actual resentment, the the ironic and the sincere. So thank you. I'm I don't want to be an authority figure in your life. You're that not sounds, that was a that total sounds joke. miserable. What's up? What, what do you guys all enneagram once today? It was a joke. It was it's, it's haha. We're good. Yeah. Who's which enneagram is the super apologetic one? I don't um, know. Nine. I'm sorry for be, trying to be an authority figure, guys. Yeah, you're nine and wanting it right now. Basically, you're you're nine. Oh, so, that's so antithetical to who I am. It is. So I, we're all confused right now. Here's the final part of it, boys, then we can move on. Do you so say the final part or the flannel part? The final part, which might be flannel. Here's the flannel part of it. So we're sitting there, right? We're finishing up the photo shoot. And it was gloriously short. It was 20 minutes down to the T. Mm-hmm. And I just go, and she makes this comment. Adrian goes, you know, this field would probably look great at Christmas time. And I looked over at Big M, and then I looked over at Adrian. I said, hey, I said, can we book a shoot right now for like the first snow for Christmas photos for 23 in this field? And she looked at me like I just spoke like literally like we are finally speaking the same language. I mean, literally I like you would have never seen a person get that excited. And um, so we realized that like Adrian, Adrian has just like 
perfected the craft of, you know, letting you and Melissa part with your money. Um, like, <laughs> I mean, hundred percent. I mean, she's she's the poor Adrian. I mean, really, she's the she's the real hero here. In that, like, this poor girl, she's in Ohio with a bunch of like level-headed Midwesterners who don't like getting their pictures taken, and finally, <laughs> she finds some vain like. California suckers who are literally like, take all my money. Here's every credit card that I have. Just promise me that you'll continue taking my picture on the regular. Um, you guys have like, you've done a great thing for her. Um, I feel like she needs, she needs to like start coming to your church out of, out of gratitude. Um, she also deserves a compliment for that. Like gateway drug strategy. Yeah. You know, here's the 20, 20 minutes, minutes for free. It's a teaser. First 20 yeah. minutes free. Right. And then, I'll just automatically swipe your card for next year. Yeah, yeah, and again, boys, it was not. Let me be to be clear, it was not free. It was definitely nothing free about it. There's, there's not, there's no free lunch or photo shoot in this world, in this life. How does she take your money? Does she have one of those things that like attaches to her phone that you just like zip the card through it right there, or does she do it old school? She take a check? No, boys, it's called Venmo. That's how we. That's oh, how we just Venmo. Yeah, yeah, just Venmo. Wow. So, uh, wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. Kind so of, that's it. So we're already booked up for Christmas 23. Oh, we'll wonderful. be able to talk about I was this worried. in three months. Yeah, yeah, I know you guys worry. It was yeah. concerning. Man. Boy. Um, Boys, don't worry. Everything, <laughs> everything's on sketch. Yeah, wow. That's, that's really good. Um, Piper, do we want to talk about the other Ohio thing? The fact that uh, the Cleveland Indians are now called the Cleveland Guardians? Um, I, for one, am just so relieved. I mean... It's about time, um, Ronald. As a as a native Ohioan and as a a former Cleveland Indians fan yourself, like how how is this hitting you? Well, boys, um, I will say that the few people that sort of dialogued with me about it, there seemed to be a little more outrage, mm. and obviously because it's a big change, right? Because yeah. if you saw like, so they posted this video, and it was like Tom Hanks. Overdubbing like the, of the big it was. The, the change, right? So they <laughs> is must have he taken, from Cleveland? He's I don't think he is, but they obviously had a like a four million dollar budget to get some guy's voice in there. So he's literally never been hands. to Cleveland or anywhere in Ohio. I he doesn't even know where Ohio yeah, is. Right. Except for that one movie he made about Ohio, probably like Except for that time. photo shoot he did with Adrian in a field one time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure even Forrest Gump, when he ran across the country, avoided Ohio. He so. skipped Ohio. Boys. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. He walked around. He went to, it was, it was all 49 states. Yeah. 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 He was born in California, y'all. This is, uh, <laughs> there's, there's, there's no like roots there. Dude, so Hank, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm interested in this from like a branding standpoint. So Hanks does the voiceover that's intended to like um, verbally like pat down and, and sort of ease the, the tensions of Ohioans everywhere who 100%. are outraged about and, this thing. And remember, it's Ohio, it's Cleveland, right? So yep. whatever the budget was, he probably got every dollar plus extra. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, would you say just in the world of like, videos that are intended to make people feel better would you say that it was effective oh it was beautiful i mean dude they showed all of these like all these overhead you know shots all these Mm -hmm. drone shots of like you know cleveland while the sun is rising you know it's all that kind of stuff oh yeah yeah and um i mean it couldn't have been more like hopeful and heartwarming 
I mean, it, it, it literally sounded like, you know, <laughs> hey, we're, we're, you know, like it's the dawn of a new day. It was one of those. Oh, it is. Yes. Yeah. It's like a, you know, the, the Lord's mercies are new every morning in Cleveland, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. It would have been more of a, like a, if it would have been a little more Christian yeah. and religious, yeah. he might've said that. Yeah. yeah. And in Ohio, he actually could have. Yeah, exactly. Um, Piper, what are your thoughts on the Cleveland Guardians? I I don't hate it as much as some people if, on on one premise. Mm-hmm. There are so many stupid sports team names that we all just say as if they're normal. Thank you, Pipe. That in in a year, nobody's going to think that this is a dumb name. I mean, yeah. I'm sure some some like 72-year-old who's been rooting for the Indians for forever will think it's dumb, but right. like I don't know. Pick like the Utah Jazz. There's no jazz in Utah. The Los Angeles Lakers. There's no lakes in Los Angeles. <laughs> the Memphis Grizzlies. There's no Grizzlies in Memphis. Right. The uh, teams that just like take a name and move across the country with it. Or uh, let's see, what's the Minnesota Wild? A right. wild is not even a thing. Yeah. Like there's there are so many stupids. Every soccer team has a stupid name. Yeah. So I just feel like yeah, it's. A change is uncomfortable, but give it six months, and Cleveland is going to be full of people wearing Guardians gear, and it's going to be fine. The real problem is that their team stinks right now, and if they were good, all of this would go easier because people would be proud to wear the new gear. I have a question for both of you guys, but Ron, I don't know if you've seen this movie, but I, I bet you have, and Piper, I think I know you have. Does this make the movie Major League like cooler for you or does it ruin it? You know what I mean? So the major league, if you haven't seen it, um, it's about the Cleveland Indians came out in the late eighties. Great movie, super fun sports movie. Does it make major league cooler or does it ruin major league? Do we need to give the like gritty and some content caveat on that one? Yeah. A little gritty, a little content, you know, but, uh, you know, I think it makes it cooler. I think it timestamps it. Yeah. I was Mm. kind of thinking that that same way on major league. Like, if you want to see Cleveland Indian stuff and, like, go in the Wayback Machine a little bit, that movie would be a, a great way to do it. Um, get to see the old stadium. I don't know. Yeah, this, this like, raises the value of Major League to me. The one thing, and I, Ronnie, I don't know if you've seen it yet. I feel like I've never seen thoughts. it. I've never seen Major League. That's the one with what's-his-name, right? Charlie Sheen. Baby, Charlie you would, Sheen. You would yeah. love it because it's kind of... It just seems kind of silly. It seemed more like a kid's movie. That's why I think I've never seen no, it. No, it's oh, no. It's rated R, dude. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's a little, it's it's closer to like raunchy comedy than than kids, but like yeah. funny, clever, not just like dirty, dumb jokes. Funny, clever, and like the last twelve minutes, it gets really inspirational, and it and you get the sports movie ending. And it's, I guess it's, I just I just don't like Charlie Sheen. Maybe that's what put me off on it. So I, I don't he's know, he's not the leading guy. He's just a guy. It's kind of an yeah. ensemble cast. It's it's very much an ensemble. Why don't you like Charlie Sheen, baby? Oh, I don't know. He's just such a I don't know. I'll just leave it there. It's just I just don't like him. I just think, I just don't huh. take him seriously. But. Yeah, interesting. I I have I have one more question about the Guardians thing. And Ronnie, I don't know if you've seen it yet. I feel like you would have thoughts on this. The one real complaint I have about it is the font they used for to to design the like the CG the Cleveland Guardians. It looks. I mean, like Little League. The the Little League World Series was not too long ago. Those teams had better designed uniforms. Like the, it looks so childish. It's Doesn't it look part- just like the Indians logo, but with guardians? No, I- well, the, no, because well, the Indians have like for a while they haven't used their logo at all because it, it's that the chief Wahoo face that's that's kind of 
Insulting. But I mean, just the font, right? Just like the cursive. Well, cursive no, they font, just have like right? the block C right now. It's like super old and classic. Just that red oh, C, uh-huh. which I but, like. So that. this lo- that's cool. this looks like some sort of like superhero cartoon font. Like you'd see it on a comic book. It's yeah. really of the next it's really goofy looking. Yeah, I mean, they're thinking of what the kids are wearing, right? I think all the budget went to Tom Hanks, and it like, did literally, man. I'm, I keep going back to that, man. That, yeah. <laughs> that dude took and all the money. And it feels like so. Ba- baseball has this problem where like kids don't like the game. Well, kids love the game. Kids don't follow Major League Baseball, and this is what happens when a bunch of like sixty-year-old execs are like, "How do we get the youngins to watch?" Well, I don't know. They seem to like them Marvel movies. Let's use those fonts instead that's of. That's kind of what I think they did. Yeah. Yeah, it, that's what it feels like. Yeah, for sure. I mean, dude, you gotta you gotta wear what the kids are wearing. Nothing no. connects with kids like calling them youngins either, so it's it's a good move by Cleveland. You know what I'm in on design-wise, though, boys? The cover of our book, which is now coming out in, like, 2026 um, due to <laughs> supply chain issues. Yeah, but not the- due to us, listeners. We delivered the manuscript, and then apparently it's going to take four and a half years to get printed. In due to our slow, the world. our slow creep into becoming a third-world country. Over here we should put States. out the uh, we should put out the second book first. <laughs> How do we put it out? There's no paper anymore, baby. <laughs> There's literally no paper. Um, but hey, I do like that cover design. It's all conceptual at this point. But uh, I think they they got it right. They did. A yeah, good it looks thing. good. Looks yeah, good. I, I think it looks good. And listeners, you'll just have to believe us until we have a chance to actually release the the. Design. Yeah, telling our listeners it looks good is is not great, right? Dude, you know what we need to do? We need to do the um the faux humble thing of like. You know, look at my book cover, but I'm not trying to flex like on social media. Put it out there, man. Let the people see it. You know what I mean? When do we ever do faux humble? I think we do like faux ego. Yeah, we can do that like, too. Look at our future bestseller. Exactly. Exactly. Um, anyway, we should do that and uh, give give the people a little teaser of what they got coming in 2026 when <laughs> America gets back on its feet again with supply chain issues. Uh, Four years from today. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, boys, we've done what we always do in that I've forgotten to throw it to Pipe for the second sponsor. Piper, tell us about Dwell Bible. <laughs> yes, Dwell Bible listeners is our very, our, our very own, very favorite audio Bible app. If you go to dwellapp.io slash happy rant, you can check that out. Um, it is one of the, if not the best audio Bible experience out there. It's not dynamic and dramatic and a lot of those things, but it's a great way to connect with Scripture in a bunch of different ways with listening plans and to get you through the Bible in in a year or two years. They have lists where you can go through promises or uh, verses to help you in the time of suffering or to help you with your prayer life. They have all sorts of features built in to help you reflect or memorize or prepare for teaching and different things. So go check it out, dwellapp.io slash happyrant. They also have specific discounts for our listeners. It's a 33% discount off the lifetime subscription, which I think is about a $50 savings, and a 10% discount off of the annual subscription, both of which are very affordable and well worth it. So go check them out today as well. Wonderful pipe. Great work. Are we doing a Patreon today, boys? We should. Yeah. Let me uh, let me wrap this one and we'll get into the Patreon. Boys, we've done what we always do in this program in that we have wandered to and fro throughout the Cleveland Guardians' new branding experience and Ronald, Ronald Martin's new branding experience vis-a-vis his Christmas card. And until next time. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. 
If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. This is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Ministry podcast. Learn how to share and defend your faith by listening to us weekly. Subscribe at LifeAudio.com.